0: What I should have is a
1: radio. Is the... Welcome to the Michael Mashey Show. Broadcasting from our studios on the beautiful island of Anguilla. Michael is the director of entertainment for the Queens and Art Golf Resort and Spa in Anguilla and the owner of Michael Mashey Entertainment Agency, which has provided quality entertainment since nineteen eighty five. To join the show live, call us at five one six four one eight five five nine zero. And now
0: Here's
2: Michael
0: Mashey! Well, good morning and welcome to Michael Mashey Live. I am Michael Mashey, and we're broadcasting to you from the beautiful island of Anguilla in the British West Indies. And I am so happy and honored to have as a guest on my show today the producer of Michael Mashey Live and my beautiful wife, Blanca Mashey. Good morning, sweetheart.
1: Good morning. Thank you for having me as a guest.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I, I've been asking her to be a guest for quite a long time. She's a she's an A celebrity, and I've been trying to get her on the show, and I finally have her on the show, so I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Now, of course, um, for those of you who don't know who Blanca is, um, she was on a fantastic show called Rags to Riches back in the 80s on NBC. and um, But we're going to reminisce about that particular show, and we're going to talk about TV at that time, in that era, because Blanca was a, a child actress, and you have a lot of credits, a child TV star, really, um, and so, so tell us how it all began.
1: Well... you're really bringing up a part of my history that I don't dwell on.
0: (laughs) I don't think back that far these days. You know, it's funny. Blanca doesn't really (laughs) like to talk too much about the past. I mean, I'm so proud of her, and and she was so adorable on on camera and and a great actress and a great singer. She's still beautiful, a great singer and a great actress and a great writer. But no, go ahead and tell them about how it all began. You're very sweet. That was a compliment, actually, to say you're still.
1: Very sweet, very kind.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: I'll have words with you about that later. Yeah, we
2: won't talk about that now, <laughs> Let's okay?
1: see, let's see. Back, let me go back in these old files. Um, when I was a kid, I was really shy, really, really painfully shy, and didn't enjoy playing with other kids. I really didn't enjoy being around uh, a lot of hyperactivity. Uh, my parents would be the first to say that I was a really serious child, and they were concerned because of my seriousness. And my father was quite a showman and would often sing and, and pull pranks and you know, try to get me uh, to liven up a little bit. And he noticed that I would enjoy pretending to be certain characters. And so my mother, who had been majoring in child development and psychology at the time, she thought, well, maybe I'll put Blanca into some sort of theatrical playhouse to help her come out of her shell. And, and I think that was really pivotal because my parents saw talent in me uh, that obviously a child isn't aware of. And, and I was kind of fighting against it because I didn't want to be with other children. But when I realized that there were other children that were serious and weren't hyperactive and were as shy as I was, but could perform and and pretend to be these, Great, powerful characters. Uh, It really piqued my interest, and I enjoyed theater greatly. That was really how it all began, theater. I am a big proponent for the theatrical arts for every child,
0: especially children that are shy. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. Both of us are entertainers, right? Uh, Yes. And what we have in common is that each one of us was very shy when we were kids. I mean, I was so shy and so were you. And, it, and it's strange how we're entertainers and we're in front of a lot of people.
1: It's overcompensation. You often do the very thing that you most fear in life. And I think that that's where you really touch into your genius because when you overcome an obstacle and you are good at it, it's the biggest testimony of, you know, really working through that weakness. God is very powerful, and I'm in, in reverence of God, who is the director of my life. And for me to have to tackle that kind of uh, of an obstacle on my own, I would have never done it. But right. it was really, you know, God's power working through my parents to get me to do the right things as a child. And, and uh, you know, oftentimes I'd say, no, I don't want to go, you know, to the dance class. I don't want to go to theater. No. But then when I was there, I absolutely became this other person that just loved it. So, you know, I can clearly see how that was in your makeup as well, because, you know, you're so talented and I have had the joy of witnessing that tremendous talent all of these years, and it's not often that we get to speak about that because we are so busy working and that's our true. schedules are so demanding. It's it's not like we ever take the opportunity to sit and actually interview about it.
0: Yeah, that's very true. And um, you know, going back to the beginning. So now you've you've you've. Um, Accomplished the shyness. You've gotten over the shyness. Now you're acting, right? Uh,
1: yeah, I, I kind of did. Yeah, At What kinda. age?
0: What age? Now, now, of course, you started to go on all of the auditions.
1: Well, we're jumping around a little bit. You okay. want For me to still talk about the
0: theater because that was oh, really sure. where well, I
1: met some great, uh, you know, some some great. Uh,
0: Mentors. Well, first of all, just so everybody knows, Blanca's is a California girl. Born and raised in where? I was, was L.A.
1: Well, I was born in Los Angeles, okay. and I was raised pretty much all over Southern California. Okay, Mo- so moved to San Diego when I was about
0: ten or ten or eleven years old. Okay, so yes. Yeah, so tell me about tell me about theater. Tell me about that.
1: Well, uh, as I mentioned, my mom enrolled me into a theater group, and it became really important for my development as uh, as a little person. Uh, learning who i was and and also learning the the gamut of my emotions because another thing that was difficult for me was to express emotion i mean i felt them but it wasn't like i was consciously wanting to cry in front of others or be angry i i always felt this sense of needing to withhold my feelings and uh theat- theatrical performing gave me that platform to express those feelings, and it was really healing, really helpful. People often said that I was an old soul because of that type of method acting that I innately had, that other artists, you know, go and have these classes to help them become, you know, method actors. But I I always had this sense of connecting with pain and with uh, emotions and expressing that in theater more so than in, in my private life.
0: You know, just through this interview, I'm realizing that we, why we have so much in common when you say you were an old soul. With you, with the theater, and with me, with the music, I, I mean, I always used to go back to music that was way before I ever was even thought of, but ragtime music. Yes. I was playing ragtime music at six years old, so it, it, we have that definitely in common, that old soul. Uh, we have that. We have that in common.
1: Yes, we do.
0: <laughs> so, so tell me more
1: tell you more of I
0: the, I want to hear about how it all started and 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 I and I think that people are going to be really interested to know if, there's so many different things that Blanca is going to talk to us about as far as who she worked with I don't even know what she, you're going to, what you're going to I, ask me I, I know I know what I'm going to ask you but <laughs> let because, me take a drink hold on. You know, being married to you, I've you know, I keep finding out new things <laughs> here and there about who you've worked with and what you've done. Um, of course, what I know, I'm going to ask you about what I know about and if I miss something, you you fill me in. But in the beginning, was it commercials? Were you doing commercials? Or was it uh, Star Search? Was, what was the first thing that was really the...
1: I actually was in theater. The first thing was theater. And that was where I met my agent, one of, one of two. Um, she was a, a very popular children's agent, one of the most powerful in San Diego at the time, the late Janice Patterson. And, and she really uh, reached out to my parents because it wasn't like my family knew to go and say, ah, well, our child has this amount of talent and it's marketable. They were parents that were just happy to see their very shy child get up on a stage, recite lines, and and, and, and act. They were just thrilled to see that. That was a big miracle for them, too, and to actually have an agent contact them and say, your child has talent. I really would like for you to come in and I would like to meet with her and sign her on with my agency. Uh, that was that was very moving, and she pushed hard to have me work. I think the very next day was my first professional gig with <laughs> John Ritter, and that opened the door for a number of other opportunities. He was someone i I absolutely admired. I enjoyed his comedic personality. Obviously, Three's Company was very popular. It was risque back in the day. So I would sneak down from my room and watch it, you know, where my parents weren't aware that I was up. Uh, They'd already put me to bed, but I would sneak out and, and watch Three's Company and I just adore John Ritter. So for him to be the very first celebrity that I worked with, uh, it, ch- it chokes me up even to this day, how God really answers those prayers of ours, um, things that we don't even are consciously asking. And, and the hand of the divine just uh, continues to
0: bestow blessings upon us. It's really aw- awesome. I, I can imagine how proud your parents were. Because, I mean, think about it. When If you're a parent out there, and your kid is in a school play; they may have absolutely no talent, but it still makes you cry. It's oh, the most gosh. beautiful thing to watch your kid perform. <laughs>
2: absolutely. So
0: I can imagine how proud your parents were when they, when, Uh-oh. when all this was happening for you. That they were probably so, so thrilled. Um, but yeah, John Ritter. I think everybody loved John Ritter. He was yeah. a, he was a great guy, and uh, sorely missed also but um some what? other people you you have a funny story i know you probably don't want to share it but you know mm-hmm. what you don't want to talk about i don't
1: know what you're going to talk about okay. but if you know i don't want to talk about it no, why I, would you know because cuz i don't think it. it's
0: bad and if he heard this i think he would think it was cute oh, no, but he, no, you don't no. want to talk about henry winkler oh, oh. she had no i think oh, it's adorable i oh, i really mercy. do and this is, and I think people would love. This is the Maybe type of thing he would that have forgiven would like. me by oh, now. Oh, <laughs> I would think so. Henry Winkler seems like a very kind man, and he I think is. he would he appreciate is. this.
1: This just goes to show you how, when we are teenagers, we are unaware of social graces. I was auditioning before the esteemed Henry Winkler, whom I absolutely adore. Talk about a great talent and wonderful person in the entertainment eh? industry, the Fonz. I loved (laughs) Happy Days. I just absolutely, you know, adored his show and uh, I could recite lines. I imitated him. And so when I had the opportunity to interview with him, it was a very quiet uh, studio. There were a handful of other producers And I walked in and I was taken aback because I was in front of the fawns. But what came out of my mouth was, oh, wow. You are so short. (laughs) I couldn't believe that that was something I actually said. Um, You know, being a a short person myself, it wasn't like I was expecting that these larger than life personalities were going to be around my height. I, I just never imagined that. I had no experience in. Uh, camera work at that time, but I I realized immediately when I said it that that wasn't necessarily a a compliment, but I I quickly, very quickly, you know, just shook his hand and said, I've been a big fan of yours my whole life. Uh, It's such an honor to be auditioning with you and I went and I hastily shook all of the other producers' hands and needless to say, I did not get a call back, but I am sure that uh, that, that that was something that he, he would remember but I, sure. i've never been able to apologize to him for that <laughs> I just it, it did teach me though to truly watch my 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 words, because sometimes those types of comments, even though they aren't intended to be uh, an insult, can be insulting. And I I think that that's where I began to really learn uh, about the the power of words and the power of behavior. You know, it wasn't like I was a bad behaved artist. I I certainly wasn't a prima donna. I certainly was never a uh, demanding actor, but... I, I think in that moment I, I matured very quickly.
0: <laughs> See, I think that's an interesting story. Well, thank and, you for bringing it up, Mr. Wheat Wrinkler. Heart. Mr. <laughs> Wrinkler, we all love you. Oh, you I know love that. You too, hey, Henry. listen, we have a caller on the line, but we're going to take a break, and then when we uh, after the break, we're going to take your call. So we will be right back. You're listening to Michael Massey
3: broadcasting live from Anguilla. We'll be right back.
0: Hi, friends. This is Michael Massey, and let me tell you about the Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa. 98 luxurious suites and villas, an 18-hole Greg Norman-designed golf course, the Venus Day Spa, five fabulous restaurants, all situated on the most beautiful beach in the Caribbean, Rendezvous Bay. Be sure to check out all of our summer promotions and packages at www.cuisinartresort.com or call to make a reservation, 1-800-943-3210. And tell them Michael Mashey told you to call.
3: You're listening to Michael Mashey Live. If you'd like to join the Michael Massey live show on the air, call area code 516-418-5590. And now, back to the show.
0: Well, welcome back to the show. And we are sitting here with my beautiful wife, Blanca Massey, formerly Blanca DeGar, from Rags to Riches. Let's talk about Rags to Riches. I know there are a lot of fans from that show. We're talking, what years was that show? 85?
1: It was interesting because it was such a unique show. There, at that time, had been nothing of that nature, and it required quite a lot of planning and choreography. So production was actually uh, like a year and a half per season, if you would, if you will. I mean, we, we began in 1986 for the pilot. Then we were called and said, your show got picked up, and we began you know, recording the series itself in 87 until 88.
0: Okay, and, um, and before we go any further, let me just remind people that if you'd like to call into the show, you can call us at 516 uh, 418 Five five nine zero. It's five one six four one eight five five nine zero. Unfortunately, we had a caller, but they wait, when we went to commercial, up, they they when we went <laughs> she wants her mom to call. Wake no, up, but, mom! But we had a caller when we went to commercial, they dropped. So if you uh, if you're listening, you can, you're more than welcome to call back in. So before we go any further, it's I prob- want to
1: probably my ex. It's okay. No, <laughs> no, no, it's I okay. don't think so.
0: But no. I would like to play for everybody, for those of you that remember Rags to Riches, I'm going to play that theme song, and uh, you'll remember this, but for those of you that didn't know the show, it was an adorable show, listen to the theme song, this is great. Are many fans out there that remember that song very well and then it was time to watch this show but like I gotta ask you so that was a very big show NBC um how did that all get started how did that start for you
1: Ooh, let's see it's it, it's a big transition going from San Diego and being a local celebrity in San Diego working heavily there print work modeling you know commercials etc and then leaping into the hollywood scene but it was really by way of an audition that my san diego agent coordinated for me it was for star search and she said i know that you could do this you've got to go through with it you're shy but you got talent kid and you know, my parents took me to that audition. It was an open audition. anybody, even those who were were not represented, would be able to go and audition. And we were told to prepare a I don't know how many minutes worth of a of a skit and audition. You know, act our acting and sing our singing or dance our dancing or do what we what we were there to audition for. And they would call back if they were interested. and Lo and behold, that was how it happened. I I met Steve Stark, who at the time was responsible for doing all of the casting for Star Search. And it was interesting because back in the day, we had answering machines. You know, it wasn't sophisticated. And so when we received the answering uh, machine message, I remember it. You know, he said, hey, I've got a... I've got a talented actress that I'm interested in bringing back to Star Search, and oh my gosh, are you kidding? Oh, that's Really? Incredible. So that was how it was. And from Star Search, I proceeded to win that competition and was the national leading lady champion. How old were you on that? I believe I was ten. Ten. I, yeah, I'm you were tiny. Remember.
0: You were tiny and adorable.
1: I was more outgoing than i gave myself credit for you know in hindsight thinking about how directive i was at that age i mean if our child were to come to us and say i want to audition for this we'd be like oh you know that's cute you know oh look how how sweet one audition it would maybe take it seriously i don't know but you know the fact that i actually could get my parents to do that and that was pretty amazing you know and then to actually go on and win that competition i I think that that was surprising to all of the naysayers because there were naysayers, you know, um, even within my own family that oh, were like, you know, your child should be a child. Your child shouldn't be working. What are you doing? Oh, I'm sure. you know, why are you taking your child away from school to go to audition? You know what? They, they should, she should go to college. And they don't realize that when you are in TV, you do get your schooling. You know, you just have private tutors, which is much the equivalent of homeschooling, which is, you know, why I am a proponent for homeschooling, because it was extremely advantageous for someone of, of my personality type, shy and and self-paced.
0: Well, I have to tell everybody out there that, you know, what's really neat is YouTube has a ton of things. So if you want to find that clip of oh. Blanca on, on <laughs> Star Search, there, sure. all you do when you go to YouTube, as a matter of fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, after the show is over, we're going to links. update this episode info, and we're going to put a link directly to uh, the different clips that we're going to be talking about. And uh, for those of you out there um, that are listening to, the, to us on a rebroadcast, um, and if we're not live at the time, just so you know, it's April 28, 2016, and uh, so if you're listening to a replay of this so you know when, what date this is and when, and when we're talking, because I know that people like to know Hi, what the date is. Oh, our son, oh, our son is uh, he's, shy. he's peeking around the corner here. <laughs> Richie, you, you can come in and say hello to everybody if you'd like. Um, Whatever
1: you like, honey, okay? We're just
0: doing an interview. So yeah, so you can, <laughs> you can find that on YouTube um, if you just look up Blanca Degar um star search you'll see it it it's yeah it's, you'll see it it's there but um yeah so now you're on rags to riches
1: so from star search then this agent that my family was made aware of who who majored in, in children working in Los Angeles she's pretty unattainable uh, there were several large Hollywood agencies at that time um but she was one of the, the three largest agencies in LA and and so i thought okay someone mentioned that she's a powerful agent you know at the time uh, she was the most powerful agent and i thought that's the one i want you know and and I heard that her personality was very gruff and she was very difficult to reach and that she wasn't interested in interviewing and she was kind of reclusive. And I, (laughs) you know, all those things were some sort of challenge that I thought, okay, well I'm going to convince this lady that I'm I'm the one she needs to take on. So I kind of told my parents, come on, keep calling, keep calling. And they were rebuffed many times and they, they felt like, no, we're not going to call her anymore. We're pestering her. And, And I felt a little disappointed, but after star search, and I actually then had something tangible that she could see, I I told my mom, let's send that to Iris. That was the name of my agent at the time, Iris Burton. And my mom sent the tape. Iris received it, viewed it, and contacted my parents. And immediately invited us to come to her home, which was where she ran her agency, um, in Hollywood Hills, and sign me on. And it was the most t- terrifying interview to date. <laughs> right. Yeah, it really was, especially for a, a young, uh, 11-year-old child. It was. It was very terrifying. Oh, I can imagine. She pointed out, "You're a nail biter. Let me see your hands." Huh. <laughs> You look too cute. What are y'all dressed up for? You don't look like a real kid. Oh, my gosh. I just, I, (laughs) I fell apart right in front of her. It was just, you don't expect people to be that bold. Yeah. And that was how Hollywood was. I didn't realize that. You know, I led a pretty sheltered, shy little life. And then that really helped me realize that, okay, being outgoing is either what I have to tolerate or I have to compensate. Exactly. So... (laughs) I compensated, and
0: within six months of
1: being in her agency, I I landed Rags to Riches, which was
0: another miracle. It really was. Uh, That's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, on Rags to Riches, there was a lot of music. Yes. And it was music of Motown, mostly. Ah, Yes. Favorite. Um, Or all Motown. Uh, And there's a couple songs that are some of the fan favorites. I have them ready and I'd like to play at least one of them, maybe sure. two. But right now let's, let we're gonna play one, but before we do, just to let you know once again, if you'd like to call into the show and talk to Blanca, it's five one six four one eight five five nine oh. She would love to talk to her adoring fans. Uh, from rags to reg- My family is all asleep because they're in a different time. That is zone, true. So Well, it's eight thirty in the morning. They should no, they should be they're
1: asleep. They're retired, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> which one would you like me to play? I'm not sure to, which Well, one I have to know him. I've tracks of my tears.
1: Go ahead. To know him is to love him. All the right. To, to
0: know, know him is to love him. This one's
1: to my friend Tony.
0: <laughs> there you go. Let, take a listen.
3: Massey, broadcasting live from Anguilla. We'll be right back
2: they restored my vehicle exactly the way it came out of the factory.
3: That's why so many in this area who want the best in collision automotive repairs turn to Sunshine Collision of Boca Raton.
1: They offer a lifetime guarantee on their workmanship for as long as you own your car.
3: Sunshine Collision meets the standards of excellence demanded by many of the world's most respected car manufacturers, both foreign and domestic. Sunshine Collision, Boca Raton. Their commitment is to repair and restore your vehicle to factory specifications, whether they are minor paint scratches or major body work. And ask Sunshine Collision about end of lease touch-up. One visit to Sunshine Collision of Boca and you'll understand why for over 26 years, Sunshine Collision is known as the auto body repair perfectionist. Phone
0: 561-368-4252.
1: I recommend Sunshine Collision to all
0: my friends. And we are back. We are here with the beautiful Blanca Degar, and we're talking about Rags to riches. We're talking about television. We're talking about all kinds of great things, and we just played a fantastic song. To know what is the actual title? To know. <laughs> I know it is. To it's a lo- him to, to know, no, 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 to know him is to, is love, to him. love him, and it's a great song. <laughs> you know, one of the great things about that show. Was that the music was so well produced and there was such a it was it was um, a whole production. So tell me, how did that work? Were you in the studio all the time recording the songs as well?
1: It was very interesting because this show was unlike anything that had ever been created at that time. Um, This show often is compared to Glee of its day, and it was literally number one. Uh, it receiving 33% of all viewership on NBC. Uh, you know, for that time slot, it was extremely a successful show, but it was extremely expensive to produce because we had choreographers, we had lyricists, musicians, uh, sound engineers uh, to all work together to create those theme songs and those beautiful. Uh, emotional songs for every episode. I mean, you got to think about it. There were four songs just about for every episode. And with each song, you know, we would go into the recording studio and work on one song or two songs for a week, you know, recording right. and singing. And then there was choreography involved. That's not even camera work.
0: And even the, the, the production sets and the oh, design, were the costume designs. Very
1: and... elaborate. It was, it was. We had really talented people, and it's... You know, as a child, you don't appreciate that sort of a thing because you lack that experience to see right. how much work goes involved into making something like that. But it really was artistic imagery at its best. Uh, so many talented people that worked there. I was going to say let's Park. make
0: let's make mention of the, this um, the stars of the show. Like who oh, who yes, else was yes, on that of show? of
1: course, yes. Uh, we we worked with Joseph Bologna, who you know is. A, just a wonderful person to work with, talented. He did Blame It on Rio, veteran performer for decades. And he's married to Renee Taylor, who was the mom on The Nanny. She had a long career in Hollywood uh, prior to that. Very talented, staple, iconic figures in Hollywood. And so the show really centered around Joe being, you know, the the star of the show. And we were co-stars. I mean, we were... But we were not named co-stars at the time. You know, we right. that was the biggest gig, and we were all looking at each other like, whoa, we landed a great gig because it was really an excellent environment to be creative in. Um, our creativity just flourished. Uh, We worked with Tisha Campbell. She was another co-star and she went on to do little shop of horrors. Right. uh, And she also went on to have a still to this day, a successful career in Hollywood and, and, you know, we're really proud of her. We all do keep in touch periodically, but you know, obviously life takes us in different directions depending on where it is that our interests are. And uh, my time in Hollywood was, at a close when I said, Okay, I don't want to date actors. Right, right. <laughs> I knew I wanted to You only wanted to
0: date a musician.
1: Yeah, the successful musician <laughs> and, and be in, in, in Anguilla, yes. But but that was really an interesting place to develop my, my creativity and to be with all those great talents. Um, Chris Carter, who created the X Files, actually got his experience working on Rags to Riches as a producer. He wrote script he was writing songs. He was l- working in lyrics. He was, you know, I mean, you think yeah, about I saw it. That interview. So many incredibly talented people that hey, it's like you have coffee with each other. Nobody has their makeup on. Everybody's sitting around having a bagel. You know, good morning, good morning. You know, three hours in makeup, talking, playing, you know, playing games and in between takes. You don't realize the vast amount of talent that you have around you and those opportunities uh, that are there. You know, I had camera work I, I was able to I- indulge in, you know, learning the parts of a, a camera, you know, from Bruce Pasternak, our, our uh, cameraman, and the sound engineering from Fred Schultz, and just so many wonderful people that are in the periphery that work together to produce something absolutely spectacular, and, and it was wonderful for, for me as a child growing up in that environment, and it's carried over, which is why my interests. To this day, are in writing music compilation, com- compilation, and
0: uh, you know,
1: doing, doing this
0: broadcast with you. Well, it's interesting. You know, it seems like a show like that. Everybody involved gets to maximize their creativity. Oh, I mean, because yeah. you're acting, oh, yeah, yeah. you're singing, you're dancing, you're, you're writing. It's it, it, it is pretty uh, pretty cool. Yeah. And, some, and the other girls. The uh, so we mentioned Tisha. Oh, okay,
1: Tisha Heidi Ziegler. She went on to do uh, just the ten of us. You know, she did Drexel class. She stayed in the industry because also I I think at her age, she had, in my opinion, years before she'd reach, you know, puberty. Me, I was embarrassed to be acting while I was growing up. I I really felt that for my shy nature, I realized that I wanted to be out of the limelight when it was my time to physically blossom. And, you know, so any of you that are watching – one of those shows where I actually do come out of my shell and I'm in a bikini, you have to realize that that was extremely painful for me to do because I don't think I even knew what my body looked like, Right. but I had to wear a bathing suit and I had to be fitted for a custom bathing suit. And I had to walk around in a bikini in front of all these people. And, and that was very uncomfortable for me. Right. Very much so. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, Oh, we missed a couple of people.
1: Oh, 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 I, Okay, let's Kimmy see. Girl? Kimiko? Kimiko. yes. Kimiko played Rose, and she is a sweet, wonderful, talented, wonderful <laughs> lady. Um, she's working still in Hollywood. She was in The Hunger Games. Okay. You know, so they, they all continue. Heather McAdam, she went on to perform on a popular television show called Sisters. Um, well, some of the other cameos were, you had Bill Maher. Oh yeah. And, and who was Maher. the other uh Greeko uh, politically un- incorrect. And <laughs> right. Obviously Richard Greeko, who is a, a friend of mine, and he went on to be a talented artist. I mean, the stuff that he that he creates, it's like Pollock, it's just a, a talented, interesting, creative, abstract artist.
0: Well, I'm gonna play for everybody another song of yours. This is a great Smokey Robinson song, <laughs> Tracks of My Tears. I like that. This is Blanca once again. <laughs> All uh-huh. Of course, you. I'm sorry that the quality is so poor on that. It sounds like, uh, you know, something from the 1920s. It but, was the
2: 80s, okay? But
0: unfortunately, I couldn't find a, a better quality <laughs> okay. recording. But that's good. But but you can see that uh, Blanca is a very talented woman and um, great actress, great singer. And, you know, let's talk personally uh, at this point now. Well, for, actually, before we do. So Rags to Riches was over like 1987, correct? Around that time. Okay, so after Rags to Riches, you did go on to do a few other things.
1: I did, but I also was, in my mind, thinking that was a beautiful experience. It was a wonderful experience. And my thought process at the time was, I don't know if I'm going to have that kind of beautiful experience again. That was really remarkable, and it was really incredible. I absolutely loved working with all those wonderful people. And when that show... uh, was canceled, I felt like I was at a crossroads in my own development as an actor and as a human being, thinking, I, I want to go to college. I want to finish what I started. I want to get married and have a family. Those were those were very important goals for me. I thought, um, you know, the time I had a couple of friends who were very close, I will not mention names because they went off onto the wrong path of stardom. Right. And, uh, you know, one is deceased and, and the other had a very tough substance abuse issue to overcome. And I felt that I didn't want that kind of outcome for myself.
0: Sure. Not that
1: I felt that I was vulnerable to it, but no one ever thinks, oh, I'm not, I'm, you know, ever going to encounter drugs, alcohol, and then be able to overcome it. I... Figured, you know what? Let's reduce those. Let's let's re, let's do some risk management. The best thing I can do right now is okay. Maybe work a couple, you know, a couple more years. I thought, and then you know, go and go and go to college and 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 focus on Hi.
0: getting married. Right. I'm I'm Hi, assuming Richie. I'm assuming that as long as you're in the industry, that the risk is always there to it have is. that type of a situation happen. It is, but it wasn't on our show. Our
1: show was so unusual. Our show was so unusual and so special that I knew that we were really protected. We had a fantastic group of people. Our executive producer, Leonard Hill, became a very close friend and mentor to me um, years later. And I really appreciated that kind of friendship that I had with him because I was struggling. I had a first marriage that was very torturous. And, you know, he helped me cope through that and and not forget the talents that I had so that I could focus on writing and I could focus on continuing to do my work. And it was by that kind of direction that he gave me as a friend that day. okay, you retired from acting, but focus on your writing, you know, to where I was actually able to, you know, land a great script writing job for a, a television company after I uh, divorced my ex, so it it was helpful to have those kind of mentors who see your good and help you become your best. Richie, where'd you come our, in here and drop our little, a ball in a box? For? He
0: literally dropped he the ball.
1: Made a gri- great big <laughs> Richie, entrance. Where'd you go? Oh, I think he's off now. Do you want to?
0: Okay, we'll we'll bring him on the air. I eventually. think
1: that frightened him. <laughs> he was trying to be so discreet, and he literally dropped the ball in a box.
0: <laughs>
2: Now he's crying. crying Oh, Oh, it's okay, Richie. It's okay. Well,
0: we're bringing you into the uh, to the daily our daily life. That's it.
1: That's it. So we managed to be creative and still managed to run a successful entertainment agency in South Florida and focus on being in this beautiful island paradise uh, in Anguilla and raising our little boy here homeschooling him and you know focusing on the blessings that we have and our older children obviously are very busy with high school and college we have one graduating and it was so special to receive that invitation to his college graduation and uh you know just to see how life takes you to so many different places right um, it's, it's a real blessing we truly are blessed all the kids are healthy. All the kids are doing well. Thank God. You know, yeah. all of our prayers and nagging God to take care of them are are truly paying off.
0: <laughs> no, that that is true. That is true. Now we we are we are truly a blessed um, couple. I mean, yes. we've known each other for many many years.
1: Um, How many years? I mean, gosh. think about it. Uh, Felicity's now 13, so we met when she was
0: 13. Wow. So right. yeah, we met when she so, was born. Now yeah. So 15. it's been so, yeah, almost 14 years. 14 years. 14 years. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Uh, I was married to my ex. You were married to your ex. And it was uh, just a wonderful working relationship how right. it began. I met your mother at the Boca Museum Bar. Right. And uh, brought in some songs that I wrote. And she said, oh, you really should record those. You know, Being
0: being a musician that right. she
1: is, she said, here's my son's number. Right. <laughs> you know? That's interesting. She didn't know what she was starting
0: <laughs> it was strictly a business, business uh, yes, situation. and
1: seven years.
0: And, you know, we were friends for quite a long time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, things happen. You know, you, you know there, there are the exes, uh, that didn't work out. And then it was a while until we started dating even.
1: It was, I was already two years into my divorce. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, it was, yeah. it was quite a while. But then once, it, it was amazing because I, I said to Blanca, I remember, it was like we were already married. Yep. It was incredible. At first
1: date, we looked at each other and we said, I feel married to you.
0: Very, a very comfortable. You, you know, you, people always say, you know when you know.
1: Yeah, well, that was, you know? so that it's, was um, really annoying. And we we hit the floor running. <laughs> <laughs> Make up for all that lost time.
2: <laughs> and here we are.
0: Our wedding anniversary is coming up on mm-hmm. June 7th. And uh, and uh, I couldn't be happier. So many great things have happened. Like, like she said, we're here in Anguilla in, in now. Um, we live here. I'm working at the Cuisinart Golf Resort, and uh, and Blanca's uh, right along with me, you've and we're involved gig, in this show.
1: You've got a great I do. gig. do. And I, we, we really are grateful to
0: God to put
1: Mr. Rizzuto in in oh, well, path that, that's, because again, yeah. how blessings are from the divine. You honestly have to acknowledge that when you are in the right place at the right time, it's God's timing. Right. You know you are. So talented, but there are so many people that work so hard for 10, 20, 30 years, and they don't have those kinds of opportunities because, for one reason or another, you know. But if you try to do the right thing all of the time, putting the loved ones first, uh, helping out other people, these are things that God pays attention to, and our faith is extremely important to us. And the more we reach out to God, the more he reaches back and, and blesses. Right. And it's that kind of symbiotic love relationship, having having God in our lives as our focus, that really we, we've reaped these be- benefits. Um, our children may not even be aware because we know as being children at one time ourselves how we just take things for granted when opportunities fell into our laps or when, you know, the provision was there, and we didn't have to either work very hard for it or you know go seeking it too much. but now, as parents ourselves trying to do things for our own children, we realize how much involvement God has in our lives, sure. because he's doing that for us. This opportunity being here in Anguilla is literally a blessing from God, and that friendship you know that we have with mr Rizzuto is is something that I cherish. you know he changed our lives and um, gave me the opportunity to be here homeschooling my youngest child, right. which I I love doing, mm-hmm. you know. And and so he's he's a very special person, and I'm so happy happy that you have that great job as director of entertainment for Cuisinart. I think they have put the most brilliant, talented person that they
0: that they know of, uh, into such a great
1: position of well, authority. Yeah, thank
0: you so much. Is your so head much. getting bigger? Yes, it is. And keep going. Don't <laughs> stop. No, but no. The truth is. Mr. Rizzuto is a a wonderful man, generous man, yeah, and oh yeah. you know I met him personally uh, a couple of years ago. Now, Mr. Rizzuto, he's the um, the owner of uh, Cuisinart, yes, the, the appliances, but the Cuisinart Resort out here in Anguilla, and also Conair hair products. He's,
1: I use All and only. Con Air yeah. Conair. I think you and a lot of hair people. Products.
0: But no, he's he's a wonderful person, and met him a couple years ago. And not only am I did he bring me out here and bring us out here to be uh, here at the Cuisinart, but he also has us to his corporate parties. We, you know, Blanca does still perform as a singer a lot with me with our bands. But um, Blanca mm-hmm. and I are the exclusive entertainment for the Conair Corporation.
2: Which is a when, Yeah, when
0: they do the, have their Christmas parties, and we'll be heading up to Connecticut in December, and also in uh, in New Jersey for the mm-hmm. Conair parties. But, uh, you know, we're honored to be a part of that and part of the, the Conair family. family. It really and, is. Yeah, and, and that's how Mr. Rizzuto makes you feel. Yes. That, um, and every single employee he has, and there's a lot of them.
1: Oh, my goodness. Everyone
0: has a wonderful Thousands. thing to say about him. They've been with him 10, 20. There's some 50 years they've been with him. It's, yes. it's really incredible. Yeah, but, um,
1: to see that kind of longevity and to see someone so vastly successful and magnanimous and so godly. What he's done here in Anguilla with this beautiful little St. Gerard's Catholic Parish. Oh, what a neat church it's that is. Absolutely beautiful. Now, I mean, as far as my faith, and this is interesting, um, I practice Judaism and Christianity because in my viewpoint, to be a really close, it having close relationship with my Savior, I have to emulate his behavior. And and Jesus was Jewish and in a group. In a, in every aspect of the word, he fulfilled the law. So the way I look at it is if I really want to get to know my Savior, I have to really have that kind of closeness with him. So we practice, and we have our Pesach, and we have our you know, religious holidays and high holidays here as well as Easter. And I, I never thought I would be walking into a Catholic church, but right. you know, Mr. Rizzuto invited us in. He flew us here on his private jet. <laughs> that was amazing. When he was wooing us, or wooing you. Yeah, I was just part of the well, deal. You were you know? right was there with me. Like, he you? was so thoughtful to say, I really want for you and your wife
0: that was to wonderful. come
1: to Angola and be my guest and have a good time. And, you know, flying in, beautiful little Caribbean
0: paradise. And the food. Oh my Just, God. Well,
1: Stop the talking food. about the food. Just a minute. Oh. Let me talk about the experience first. Okay. We, we know now who likes food a lot. Okay. That's hold me. on. Hold on. When I like we donuts in, too. <laughs> yes, when we flew in and we had the opportunity to, to be alone as a couple, because we always do everything with our son. That's rare. Okay. Or our children. It's rare. Yes. yes. When he intentionally said, no, I want this to be couples only. I thought, Oh man, what are we going to do? We've never Richie? been, we've been, never been away from Richie and you know, our older kids, they're very active and you know, I share them with my ex and that was okay. But Richie was the baby and it's, how do you do that? You know, it's so we made arrangements. My sister flew to, uh, to Florida and stayed there and I had like a book length, uh, <laughs> a book-length oh, well, manual for her to to do this and do that and do this list. and do that, you know, you know this time and this time feed him this and feed him that and don't do this and if he says this don't listen, you know, and then we were ah, able to get away and come here and the moment we got off of that plane, Goulet is paradise.
0: It's pure relaxation. It really is.
1: The moment we landed here, it's absolutely peace and tranquility. We went to the Cuisinart Resort and. Obviously, you know, as Mr. Rizzuto's guests, he, he being the owner, knows every intimate aspect of, of his resort. But the spread that he would put out every day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, long table, 20 people, employees yeah, it was always a big and party. staff and management and all of his guests. He's sitting there like a big family and just the, the amount of detail that he puts into entertaining himself, you know, entertaining his guests and. And sharing, we look at it like, wow, we're pinching ourselves. Well, I have to
0: say something we're funny. we here. What, what's really funny, though? You, you
1: hit me here. It's
0: amazing. It's <laughs> what a it, it, it what truly a is. A, it's a dream job. <laughs> yes, it it's, is. It's, it's, this is a place that people would love to be. And and yes. for those of you out there, I gotta tell you, you have to, you really do owe it to yourself. You got to try to come out here. It's a
1: vacation, destination. It's amazing, but Cuisinart is excellent because the standard of food and the
0: the, the, the amount of the details and where it's located. The beach is just the best on the island. It's a, it's incredible. But I got to tell you one funny thing that we were laughing about. What well, we're laughing at? I I don't know we if laugh it was the a very lot. maybe it was the night before. not the very last night that we were here on that one week trip with Mr. Rizzuto. Okay. Maybe two nights before it was the end. Um, he brought in a very famous
1: oh my gosh. chef talk chef about Christoph. The party? Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> chef Christoph. What's his last name? I remember. Muller. Muller, Christoph Muller. Well, I'm I'm sorry.
1: Because
2: I'm
0: nervous. I'm on the radio and I'm nervous. nervous. No, so anyway, so Christoph Muller, he's a French chef, speaks no English. Right. Now his wife, Pepita. Pepita. Yes. She speaks Spanish, correct? Yes. Only Castilian Spanish. Now now Blanca speaks Spanish. That's right. Speak a little Spanish for them.
1: Hablamos español. Ah, beautiful. So when I found out she spoke
0: Spanish, you paid it off. Yeah, so we were sitting right across the table from chef Christoph Muller and his wife. Yes. And, um, you know we were trying uh, he and i were trying to communicate but you know i don't know any french and he knows no english but
1: the but, love, you wives... but the love of food was yes. the language you guys cuz
0: his wife was able to tell him i was curious what's his favorite dish to cook and i think that inspired him to yes. really talk to us and then we really started talking um you your wife you and his wife yes Really started the We enjoyed each
1: other because you know nobody reaches out to the wives. Everybody's like, Oh, the chef, the chef. But when you when you connect with someone on a personal level, that means you connect with their family. And I enjoy connecting with people's families. It's sure. so special. And the fact that she spoke Spanish, ooh, I was like <laughs> mi gente, mi gente you know, let's talk. And she and I hit it off and, and you know, she was like, Oh, you know, it's so nice to meet friends in Anguilla. And so we invited them to go back to our hotel. Yeah, suite. we were
0: gonna, we were gonna. I was gonna play the piano. We were we been, gonna came have, have back drinks.
1: back at our hotel suite after that
0: beautiful party that Mr. Rizzuto,
1: you know, the dinner party Mr. Rizzuto threw for everyone. And and then then Christoph said, no, come back to our place. You got
0: to see our place, is what we, he was saying. We're
1: right on the beach, and you know, oh, they come a, over.
0: They had a beautiful villa.
1: They had the gorgeous villa with the private pool and the ki- full kitchen. Because really of pretty. Of course, the chefs they needed that full sure. kitchen. And ours was gorgeous. It was right on the beach, you know, steps away, uh, you know, from, from the beach as well. But we didn't need to cook. We were there to enjoy and, and to enjoy the food and and to be guests. And, right. And, and so when he suggested his place, we were like, Oh, that's great! But we have all the equipment. And then and I was and, I was exhausted, we were exhausted after exhausted. dinner. We were Oh, it's great. And we'd already had a couple of glasses of wine. And I was saying you know, to
0: Blanca, oh, come on. I just want to go to bed. I just want to go to
2: bed. I'm tired.
1: We can invite them to our place, you know, to drink a, you know, a little cocktail at our place because it's easy. But when they insisted, they said, no, we want you to be guests at our villa. We said, oh, we thought the equipment was going to be the deal breaker. Like, no, they're yeah. not going to invite it. They're not, you know. Oh, next, okay, the thing equi- you know next thing you know, these two world class French chefs are, are locking our carry equipment. equipment. <laughs> lugging our equipment out of our of our villa and in the middle of the, we're the night we're of the night carrying carry equipment heavy over to equipment his place. To his villa. And then we had we had a small little party, time.
0: but they just oh well, they my could, gosh, they could party all night. They party like they,
1: they could party all night. Yeah, they, they really could party all night.
0: But that was very memorable. It
1: was it was very special, and we still WhatsApp chat. You know, yeah, we have we have.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to when they come when they come back. They
1: said, uh, you know, that we were singing French songs together, and, yeah. and he said, uh, I, I love. I love Anguilla because of Michael and Blanca. Yeah, I love the way he says that so so passionate. You know, well, Latin, I thought it was Latin people.
0: The next night, he prepared a, a fantastic oh dinner goodness. for everybody. And what does he say when he comes out to, to talk oh, about yeah, the dinner? That's right. He said, "This meal was so wonderful because I met Michael and Blanca." <laughs>
2: <laughs> so hey, really hey,
0: we had a part in that delicious dinner. So yes. I'll yes. take that compliment.
1: Me too. It was very special. So. No,
0: but uh, but he he was uh, he was a protege of uh, Chef Paul Bocuse, uh, yes. who's a very very famous um, chef and chef in France. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, we have so many great memories, and mm-hmm. and you know what? There's so many more memories that we're gonna make here. We're looking forward to uh, you know some visitors too. We're looking forward to showing it's some people.
1: Everyone is so hospitable here, and although we always welcomed guests in our home in the states. There's always a degree of uh, appointment and a little bit of you know, standoffishness in, in the States where right. it's like, oh, you know, I got a play date or I got this or I got that. Here, it is so spontaneous. It is so warm and inviting. You can meet someone on the beach and then invite them to dinner later and they'll go. You know, very it's, true. It's, the pace here is so different. The people here don't have the hidden agenda or the uh, time constraints. And many people who, who are here... You know, uh, would would really share whatever it is that they have, and it's it's special to be in this kind of, kind of environment to really be able to decompress, uh, get off my blood pressure medicine, <laughs> yeah. and also uh, really take in the gorgeous scenery. You know, and and again, thank you, Mr. Rizzuto. You got me off my blood pressure medicine too. He doesn't realize all these amazing things that he's that he's
0: doing for your wife. I know, by right? By blessing you, you know what I'm saying?
3: Yes. Well, <laughs> let's is,
0: let's take good. let's take one more break before we close the show. We'll be right back.
3: You're listening to Michael Massey broadcasting live from Anguilla. We'll be right back. Taking a family of five to the amusement park
0: can cost a small fortune.
1: Oh yeah. So to save some money, we thought. Hey, let's bring the amusement park to us.
3: Yeah. Go ahead.
0: All right, uh, step right up, step right up, young man. Are you ready to ride
3: the wacky waterfall?
1: That's just the bathtub with the shower head running.
3: Nope,
0: it's the wacky waterfall. It's the shower, Dad. Waterfall. Wacky.
3: There's an easier way to say it. To get a free rate quote, go to GEICO.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local GEICO office. Bobby, you're here again. Well, yeah, my doctor told me to reduce stress at work, so I come to Buffalo Wild Wings to eat lunch and watch sports. I get to pick one of seven entrees, like sandwiches and salads, plus one of seven sides. Well, I like sides. It's so affordable, I can finally take a vacation. Where are you going to go?
2: Here, Tim, here.
1: Introducing the new beat-up fast-break lunch menu, starting at a new low price. Dine-in or order takeout weekdays between 11 and 2. Participation and availability may vary. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, Spear, sports.
3: You're listening to Michael Massey Live. If you'd like to join the Michael Massey Live show on the air, call area code 516-418-5590. And now, back to the show.
0: Well, that was our announcer, Ed Marshall, and we have Ed with us on the line. How are you doing, Ed?
3: I'm doing great, and uh, I just want to say you're doing a a great show this morning with Blanca. It's better than my Steve Lawrence Lawrence and Edie Gourmet albums.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting story. Even Blanca and I don't we, talk too much about we this. We never
1: talk about ourselves. Well, you know, being in the business yourself, it's uh, you never want to just talk about this with your significant other. Nobody ever has that opportunity to do it. You're usually talking about bills and you know appointments and running a business or who's gonna pick up the kids. It's it's more domestic. Well,
3: Oh, it's a very interesting show, and the the part I like best is that you said the beach is very uh, advantageous (laughs) to uh, meeting females, so I want to know if I could get a ticket.
2: That was the best part of the
3: show. I was thinking of getting a ticket at LAX here in Los Angeles, jump on the plane, and hold hold those women on the beach for me. There you go. You
1: know what, Ed? You would love it, and we'll have a Presidente (laughs) Cerveza waiting for you, okay, with with a
3: lime. Oh, I'll be there eventually, and I'm going to uh having a lot of fun with the show and doing commercials here in the uh l a studio that uh michael Massey live has uh built for me here so uh we're having a well, what would i say uh, good old radio once again
1: it's fun it's really uniting you know hey, That's we nice. should get you and your daughter and your
3: grandchildren out here all right, send a check. <laughs>
1: we make money but
0: now now you're pushing it yeah my
1: purse that's a little tight yeah we'll have to have a fundraiser
3: did you make a decent cup of coffee this morning Blanca
0: oh you got
1: it we've had so much
0: coffee it's not even funny
1: I was actually I'm actually nervous about doing this show I'm such a terrible interview I much prefer producing being in the periphery you know what I'm saying
3: you don't have to be nervous. You know what I always say: What? do it your mm-hmm. way, and if they don't like it, let them turn the channel. <laughs> you want to you be know, you, right. just get on there and do your thing. You know, you guys sounded great today. You talked oh, uh, okay. about okay. a lot Here's of it. things, and, and uh, of idea. course, uh, the cues art uh, resort there. That uh, yeah. I hope to see in the near future. You will, and. Uh, most importantly, how's uh, little Mike? Uh, how's little 6-year-old uh, Richie? Well, you know, know what? Like Richie's Mike. actually Richie's like actually dad.
0: right here if come he here wants Richie. to You want to talk to come Ed here? Hi. You can hold, you can have the you want to put this on your ears? He's, He's here. all shy. Come here. He's going to come over for a second. Let's, Let's see. see. if we can
1: get our shy tail. Come here. We're going to we're go go gonna go. put him on.
0: <laughs> Let's see if he can talk to you. Come here. Okay, listen. Hey, Hello, Richie. Listen. Okay, say it again Ed. Hello up? Richie, how
3: are you? Good. Oh, good. Why aren't you in school? Did you quit school? Did you get a job? What's going on there?
2: I'm homeschooled.
3: Oh, you going to school? No, Uh, homeschooled. Oh, okay. Are you going to be like your uh, daddy and have your own radio show?
2: (laughs) Yeah, my mommy and
3: daddy are the teachers. They're your your teachers, teachers. huh? All Mm -hmm. right. They're they're very good teachers. They taught me a lot, and I'm still uh, out on the streets. So uh, it's it's uh, very good to be with uh, the people like that. Richie, go out in the ocean there and play around for a while. Okay. Okay, <laughs> talk to you soon on your radio show Call Little do Richard.
1: That. Come visit Okay. Are you speaking so
0: softly,
1: Richie. Richie never talks <laughs> Richie this quiet. Never Never whisper. Well, but...
0: thank you very much, Richie. And that was Richie Master. Okay, off you go. That's that was Richie, Richie. Richie. All right. <laughs> All right, good job. Get out of here. Get out of here. No, he's... We'll Richie will be, be appearing in no, not... the local theaters. He's taking your job now. He's yeah, saying, right? we'll be right back. No, wait a minute. We're not... We'll are not. we be right back. We're not... We're not... we're not we're not going to commercial yet. But no. Get rid of the
3: kid before he takes my job.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Ed. I have to tell you, um, folks. This is Ed Marshall from California. He's out in L.A. and he's uh, he's producing our commercials. And we are going to actually have him as a guest as well. Uh, what, are we, what are we thinking next week, Ed? That we're talk about it?
3: I was thinking uh, right after Halloween because the whole thing will be a joke.
0: There you go. <laughs> that sounds good. Ed, thanks for calling in, my friend. We'll talk soon.
3: All right, Michael. Thank you and thank you, Blanca. Blanca, go back and uh, heat up that coffee because I'm coming home.
0: He's coming over for the coffee. We All got right, the
3: coffee
1: for you and uh, and Jill and the grandkids and you know, mm-hmm. we're waiting, friend.
0: Thank you, Ed. All right, Mike. Speak to All you right. soon. Okay, so that was Ed Marshall, He's but so um, he is—he's a good guy. He's a good friend of the show.
1: He's had a long career.
0: In he radio. really has.
1: Yeah, really, really brilliant career, and his. His daughter is a good. good he's, he's
0: from New history. York. Yeah, he did a lot of broadcasting in New York, and um, and now he's in California. He's a he's a big band singer, and uh, he produces commercials and and all kinds of stuff. Um, but now we our show is growing. We have uh, we have Blanca, and we have Little Richie, and and uh, and Daddy. So we're all here, yeah. and uh, we're just getting ready to wrap up the show. Blanca, was there anything else that you wanted to share with anybody, or did we pretty much cover everything? We
1: covered it all, but everybody, just carry this thought with you. If something goes wonderfully in your day, just say thank you, God, because... All blessings are from our good, gracious Lord. Yeah.
0: That is absolutely true. Amen. And now let's, uh, you know, let's before we close, let's talk about um, something that you really, really enjoyed, you know, discussing. What? Let's talk politics. You want to oh, talk politics? No, I want to she... talk
1: politics. Are you kidding me, please? Especially with that Car- Carly <laughs> Cruz situation. She, she, no way. We're she does fight. not.
0: She does not like talking about politics. Trump, 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 I don't know about you folks, but I'm a political junkie. I love watching I, I'm watching MSNBC Fox. News. Okay, wait. wait. Your guest is leaving so, now. No, you got my guest cannot leave yet. First of all, you sit hold on a second she I'm, wants to leave, I'm wait, leaving. I'm wait. leaving. Wait, we're gonna close the show properly.
1: Okay, well let's do it. Well,
0: Blanca, it's been wonderful having you on the show. And she, He's
1: still singing. I think there's
0: a bird in the house. He's
1: still singing the trump our little trumpeter. Okay? Oh, is, that,
0: is that what that is? Okay. Richie, Richie. I thought he was wheeling like a squeaky food cart.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, he's really getting up into the...
0: I think dogs are starting to run out in the yard now.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's something funny. What? I have never known what it is to be awakened by the crow of a rooster. I didn't know that they
0: crowed at 3.30, then 4.30, and 6.30. Like... Every day. And they really want to get their point across.
1: Yeah, they really do.
2: <laughs> okay, you usually hear, usually hear
1: ah, 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 and you think, oh, how cute, that's so quaint. But then they have different voices. And there is one rooster close by that is, <laughs> Richie, please, there's one rooster that's close by that just really, really wants to get his point known.
0: It's amazing. It's like he really pushes. And it's like, what? <laughs>
1: That's interesting to me.
0: Not only that, but in Unison, like it's, like, it's like the barnyard symphony. It's, it's the roosters, it's the goats,
1: it's oh, yeah, the dogs. Yeah. It's so funny. Everybody, all the animals, all the wildlife, they all work in tandem. It's so interesting because I said to you, most people don't know this, uh, but I really enjoy farm life. I, I really always wanted to have a little farm and be away from all the hubbub and, you know, busyness. And this really provides that for for our family because, you know, the farm is right next door. So if we want to go and have a goat, milk a goat or, you know, (laughs) it's right next door, (laughs) our neighbor Lance. Hey, Lance, we love your wildlife. I'm
0: not going to be milking any goats <laughs> anytime soon. Some those rogue soon.
1: roosters actually fly into our yard. Have oh, we you see. Them?
0: Do we see chickens and roosters out in the yard all the time?
1: Yeah, yeah, they run and into the dogs. yard. dogs,
0: they're yeah, not ours. We yeah, just
1: see well, it's dogs. like we have a nice big fenced yard, and it, how do these animals get in here? Well, I didn't realize they all,
0: you know, nobody trims their
1: wings. No, no. They, no. they fly right in. Yeah. So we've got chickens <laughs> and hens and roosters and uh, stuff flying into our yard, and, and it's it's the farm that I always wanted, without having to have the,
0: the, the maintenance. It's a, it's a lovely adjustment to have. I, I really you know, enjoy living it Living adjustment. You're
1: really beautiful.
0: But no, um, having said that, Blanca, thank you so much, sweetheart.
1: Hey, you know what? Thank you for having me. I'm I'm sorry that I put up uh, some trepidation about uh, you know about the interview. Uh, I got to remember, I, I'm I'm not accustomed to being interviewed. I'm. You did Custom, a fantastic job. I'm, I'm accustomed to being deposed by, by my ex. So no, please, for me... <laughs> let's not even go there. For me, this is, this is different and it's pleasant. Aye
0: so. aye <laughs> aye. That's not talking... We're not going to have a legal show now. Trust me, it's, it's enough already.
2: <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe while I close the show, you can stop him from throwing a ball around.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds
0: like <laughs> we have a, a All right. All right. It's too hot to go do that. i. Okay, there they go. There goes Mommy and Richie. And I hear them running out the door. Bye. And, hi, see you later. And they're outside now. That's good. But, no, we're, we're going to close the show. We thank you so much for joining the show, Blanca. And uh, for those of you that are listening to the show live, we're glad that you are with us. And if you're listening to us on a rebroadcast, that's wonderful, too. You know, we're really excited to let everybody know that we have so many ways that you can listen to the show. We are on iTunes. We're on TuneIn Radio. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on Blog Talk Radio. We're all over the place as a podcast. So um, there's uh, people can listen to us around the world, coast to coast. You can listen to us like crazy. And again, make sure you check the episode info on this broadcast, and I'll be sure to put a lot of links on there so you can see Blanca in action uh, on Star Search and on Rags to Riches. Star Search. Well, that's a great. It's a. It's the The cutest skit. it, yes, Rags to Riches, but her on Star Street, she's so, so adorable. And we didn't even get to talk about her appearance on Sunny Spoon. She was on Sunny Spoon and on, and on Dallas. She was on a bunch of different things. It's enough already. Okay. but we just, I want to let everybody know for sure, but I'll put the links on there. But anyway, folks, um, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter... I'm um, at Michael Mashey and on Facebook. Go facebook.com forward slash Michael Mashey Live. And if you are an entertainer or if you're a business owner and you'd like to promote um, yourself, uh, your act, um, an event, just go to MichaelMashylive.com and make sure you fill out to be a guest form. We have a to be a guest form and you could fill that out. And we would love to have you as a guest. We'll uh, we'll try to contact you and have you on. But anyway, that is it for today i thank you so much blanca thank you again sweetheart you're welcome all right everybody have a wonderful rest of the day and be sure to follow our show right here on blog talk radio um you gotta have a you gotta create a free account to be able to follow the show so create that free account click follow and you'll get to know whenever we're live again thank you again folks we'll see you soon
1: You've been listening to The Michael Mashey Show. If you'd like to promote your business or upcoming events, contact the show at info at michaelmasheelive.com. Go to live.com to follow the show and receive email notifications when we're going live with future shows. Share this website on Facebook, Twitter, and email. You can follow Michael on Twitter at at Mike and Ambuela, or on Facebook at Michael Mashey Live. Join us for our next broadcast. Ciao for now.